0: Welcome to creator to leader Are you struggling to connect with your ideal customers online? Are you confused about the most effective way to market your business? If you're ready to become the go-to expert in your industry and stand out from the crowd, this podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Eugenia. That's Eugenia in Spanish, but you can call me E. My mission is to help entrepreneurs stand out online so that they can grow their businesses. I do this through comprehensive marketing strategies, impactful content plans, and storytelling leadership. We both know you are running on caffeine and big dreams, so let's dive right in. I love the holidays. I love Christmas, and I think I would have loved to be a mall elf in my high school days, actually. I love, 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 love it. And growing up, I had a very tight family. And sure, we were dysfunctional in some ways, but something that I always appreciated was that we were very loyal to each other and we were always there. Think, every birthday was a special event. My close family, really, they were always there. It didn't matter if it was a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they were there. So those are memories that I'll always cherish. But I have to be honest, every year since I moved to the U.S., and if you didn't know, I was born and raised in Venezuela, every year the holidays have been a little bit different. And by the way, if you hear my voice a little bit weird, I'm getting over and fighting a cold, so bear with me. But last year, I realized that I tend to get the winter blues. And it applies even if you live in Miami with an 85-degree weather and that's your winter, okay? And this year, it hasn't been different. I've been able to manage it better, for sure. It hasn't been like other years, but it definitely has been the same pattern. And specifically, my grandfather on my mom's side passed away recently. And I think that got me even more reflective about just everything. And because I like to practice what I preach, I'm coming here to serve you from my experience. And this is what I'm walking through. And this is what I'm learning and what has worked for me when it comes to this topic of anxiety or emotional dysregulation around the holidays. Specifically, as an entrepreneur, as a high-achieving woman, always working to do and be her best in every situation. Disclaimer alert, though. This is not going to be a podcast on grief. I am not a therapist. I am not giving you professional advice. And if you're struggling with feelings of loneliness or intrusive thoughts, please, please, please go to the show notes. I leave great resources for you so you can get the help you need. But if you're feeling anxious or stressed around this time, first, let me tell you that I understand. There are so many things happening at the same time. So My first tip, I guess, is to stop feeling guilty for feeling guilty. Because anxiety and guilt, they work like a spiral. And to stop it, in my experience, the first thing you need to do is identify that it's happening, that it's valid, that maybe the situation is not that bad, but your feelings about it are. What could be happening and how do you address each of this? A good reason or a big reason around this time of the year for these feelings of anxiety and loneliness, that might be my good old friend, FOMO, the fear of missing out. And you see everyone doing a big... And yes, there's a social component, but when it comes to business, there's also looking at so many people doing a big launch or working on their marketing strategy, or releasing a webinar series. It's this fear of missing out on opportunities or events or industry trends during the holiday season. Maybe you're also struggling with the work and personal life balance or finding harmony this time of the year because sometimes it feels like there's not enough time for work and personal celebrations and you want to give both your best, but it can get challenging. Or maybe there's the financial stress for you. And I know it can be a lot, especially when you are responsible for your own paycheck. I always think of how when I was a kid, I had no concept of savings or being responsible with my money because I knew that my mom would somehow provide. But then as an adult, I understood that I needed to be responsible. So in a way, that happens with business too. You don't have this external entity when, that you have when you have a, let's say, full-time corporate job providing a sense of stability and security because they guarantee a paycheck two weeks from now. Regardless of where you're at, two weeks from now, you're going to get a paycheck or that's how it feels like. And hopefully, though, you've been able to plan ahead so you are not depending on your next client for income but for sure in all the conversations i've been having with clients behind closed doors there's the economy and christmas all the expenses of the season they are in the minds of business owners regardless of where they stand financially or maybe the opposite right maybe your body is not asking you to do more maybe your body is really asking you to rest And you're really struggling to stay consistent because I preach about consistency all the time and that's causing you to have anxiety. And the reason I talk about consistency so much, it's because it's something that has changed the game for me, because I am not naturally good at this. And I always say it. I am not naturally organized. I am not naturally consistent. I always have a million ideas going on. So if that's you, I get you. I tend to burn out. I have been working on my emotional regulation, and I have seen the difference when I've learned to do it effectively. Which is why I understand when there are seasons where your body requires a more calm environment, but you know that you need to stay consistent and there's a friction there and that friction can cause anxiety. Whatever you're struggling with, let me tell you, I see you. (laughs) I see you because I've been you in every situation at one point or another. And as I said, I'm not a therapist, but I've been there you know, and I've been to therapy a lot. So and I've been able to build some tools that have supported me in the process of managing my anxiety, managing this internal conflict during seasons that are so emotionally charged as the holidays. First tool is to stop this absolute thinking. I once heard a fitness guru saying that, you don't lose weight, like you don't get in shape by just eating one salad a week. And you don't lose all your hard work just by eating one burger a week. So this person was saying, stop what, you know, being obsessed with just one thing is going to ruin your whole process, your whole progress, because really the, the end result comes from actions that we take consistently, not from the one thing. So that's what happens with your business as well, right? Your business is not going to be fully ruined and it's not going to fully fail just because you have a different rhythm during the holidays. And I know these launch strategies sometimes that we see online make us think that if we miss out on this one thing, our lives are not going to matter. And I, I see this especially during Black Friday. That's that's brutal. That's the Hunger Games. But I feel like it translates or it bleeds into the rest of the season where we see people doing big lunches, being pro- big promotions, just being so present. Another thing I've learned, and this one was hard of me to learn, because I really love my work. I really love working and I love what I do. But that was bringing me some conflict with my family. So something that really helped me manage anxiety was scheduling an end of my day and I was not just having a to-do list and working until it was finished because some days I would be finished at 9 p.m. And that was making my family feel like I was just giving them the leftovers of my time. So now I'm being very intentional with scheduling an end of my day. And sometimes, maybe for you, especially during this season, if you have people coming over, maybe not every day you end at the same time. Maybe some days you have to end earlier because you want to include and you want to plan some family activities. And that's fine. It doesn't have to be the same every day, but you need to know when you're ending your day and when enough is enough. And I love this one. (laughs) It is simple, but no one does it. Take time to think. Americans have this vision of work that's about productivity. And, you know, to me, it was a big contrast because I came from Latin America. So I feel like Latin America can be the other opposite sometimes where it's too relaxed, too casual. We don't take ourselves as seriously as we should sometimes. But this is the other end of the spectrum. It's all about productivity. It's all about revenue, which revenue is important, right? Like you have a business and a business needs sales and revenue to stay alive. We agree. But that's not the only measure of success. Dollars in the bank are not the only measure of success. And it's cultural. And if that's really how you get motivated, that's amazing. But I don't think it matches everyone In my experience, working with so many high achieving CEOs, after you've achieved big things, money becomes a secondary motivator. There are other things that are driving these CEOs. A full life has many more areas, not only the professional one. And I have a mentor who says, and she says it in Spanish, te lo digo y me lo digo. So this means I'm telling you this and I'm telling this to myself as well so I need to remember a full life is more than just professional there are seven areas in your life according to the wheel of life if you've done that exercise and if you haven't I'm going to leave you a picture in the show notes so you can go and check it out but you have your physical life you have your relationships you have your social life you have your purpose contribution you have your spiritual life like there is so much happening So you cannot make the professional one, your business, the center of the universe. And coming back to this point of productivity, a few years ago, I realized that I was putting a lot of worth on my performance and my productivity. So when my body or my mind needed to slow down, I allowed that to mean something about me. And because I, I wasn't clear on my identity. And again, I had, I would say, adapted to a lot of this culture of hustle and overdoing and only your worth as much as your results, which there's some truth to how much results can influence your self-esteem. Uh, getting things done can, that's the number one way of building confidence 100%, but you have worth as a person and that is not the only measure of worth. So again, taking the time to think, thinking about all the areas of your life, thinking about your personal life, and don't underestimate the importance of thinking and processing information. We are consuming and learning so much every single day. We are literally receiving, receiving information all over the place with ads, with organic content, with our families, with WhatsApp, text messages. Like we are receiving information all day long. But are you taking the time to process that information? If you listen to a podcast that you love, are you leaving it at, oh, this was great. That was amazing. What are you doing with that information afterwards? Having this overconsumption of information without processing the information is going to cause you anxiety because you are going to have so many ideas in your brain moving around and they are not going to be channeled into something. It doesn't mean that you have to take action about those ideas immediately, but even if you have a notebook with the parking lot of ideas, as I call them, you have your parking lot of ideas, you have your notebook there, those are great ideas, you don't want to discard them, you just write them there and you know that, when it's the right time, you'll take action. But you feel like they're safe. They're stored somewhere. And because I was always in consumption mode, I had to learn to stop and think. And I really actually don't go into full planning mode in December. In December, what I do is I do a lot of reflection I gather information, I do a lot of dreaming, of vision, casting, of processing, but I don't really plan specifically the tactics and the strategy. I don't do that in December. I might do it with clients, you know, people are different. So I'm willing to support people that need that way of processing and planning everything in December, but I'm not that type of person. I know where I'm going, I know my big dreams, and then in January, I get into planning mode. But I need the time to think and reflect and just let the emotions around the holidays calm down. I need to calm down. Something else that thinking has helped me do is that I don't believe in overnight success anymore. And man, this was hard for me. I wanted to be an overnight success. I wanted to record an episode and become a millionaire in 24 hours. I wanted to launch my first business and make six figures within three months. I actually launched my first podcast. Actually, that was my third podcast, but it was my first podcast in English. And in my mind, after three months, I was going to be a millionaire with um, affiliate marketing. I wanted to be an overnight success. I used to crave it because I was a top student in school. So as a top student, I had that immediate satisfaction of, I learned something, I study, I apply it on my test, and then I get an immediate feedback and I move on to the next thing. So I was used to that immediate validation. So now when I went into the real world, I realized that it doesn't work that way. You don't get to just learn a topic, apply it and implement it, get the best top result, and then move on to the next thing. Success is built the little things. I actually don't look at success as a destination anymore. And I had been hearing that for years, but I never integrated it until this year. Success, I look at as the journey that I take every day. If every day I was aligned with my values, with my priorities and integrity and doing the things that I'm passionate about, even if the specific activity is something that I don't like, I feel like I am successful because now I focus on purpose. Not only on pursuing, you know, the number that's telling me I am enough. That's why I like to think because I like to reflect and look at all the different things where I lived aligned with purpose and I was consistent with my vision, with my values, and celebrate that. Something that also helps. And um, this is not this is not gonna win me any Nobel Prize for this noble idea. But listen, everyone poops. everyone goes to the bathroom that just helps me overcome comparisonitis whenever I'm comparing myself to other people I'm like everyone poops everyone spends some time in the toilet we all go through the same thing you are not alone in this something that really helps actually get over that comparison trap is be connected with your purpose, because I want to help and inspire people to use their voice to grow as leaders, to use their stories to influence those around them. I believe that even if you weren't born on the right side of the odds, your story and your skills are powerful enough to make a difference. I spent years letting fear set me back. I spent years walking the safe line. I thought that a mistake or a setback were going to ruin my life forever. So I am coming here from conviction, from understanding the feeling of overwhelm and anxiety. And if you're struggling with that, let me tell you, it doesn't have to be that way. Remember, take time to think. Avoid absolute thinking. Schedule your end of the day. Evaluate your personal and full life as more than just your job. When is the best time to go planning? Maybe you need time to reflect when were you in alignment with your values, priorities, and vision this year. Stop wanting to be an overnight success because this is attached to that thinking of absolute mentality right? We want to be an overnight success because that means something that does not exist. Be connected to your purpose. Being connected to my purpose makes me excited to be recording this podcast even when I feel not great today (laughs) because of this cold. I am so happy to be here. And lastly, girl, everyone poops. Everyone poops. We all go through the same thing. So, There's some peace in knowing that these feelings are normal and we are all going through this journey in one way or the other. So that just is a great way to relax. I hope you love this episode. I hope you end this year strongly and I hope you realize how much you've grown already this year and how much is waiting for you next year. If you haven't, Please leave a five-star review on Apple, on Spotify. Just write a few words of what you've gotten out of this podcast for these episodes that we've been doing. It's been a few months and we've already reached over 30 countries, different languages. I am blown away. So your review is really the best way to support the show because it tells other people, hey, this is something worth listening to. So That would be the best Christmas present you could ever give me. I am rooting for you, as always. Okay? I'm rooting for you. I send you a big, big, warm Christmas holiday hug with Venezuelan Ayacas your way. Un beso. I hope you loved this episode. If you connected with the podcast in some way... Please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That is the number one way you can support the show. And because sharing is caring, share it with a fellow entrepreneur wanting to become a leader, not just a creator. I am so grateful for you. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM over to at eugenia.woo. That's at E-U-G-E-N-I-A dot And if you only send me a microphone emoji... I will know that you stay till the end. Thank you for listening. See you soon.